Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. When I visit my folks, I can't help but feel like I'm 16 again. You know, like, I'll intentionally wear my rattiest clothes and hope my mom will notice so she'll take me to Marshall's and buy me new underwear. Or I'll pick a fight with my dad about something stupid that will drop the second we're hungry, which is, you know, about every 15 minutes or so. It's not a dynamic that I enjoy, per se, but one I miss from time to time. I actually missed it listening to today's interview with Emma Straub. Her book, All Adults Here, is all about these intergenerational dynamics and how people grow up, or (laughs) don't. And she tells NPR Scott Simon about the weird little things in her family that are representative of some big feelings. This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox. Discover powerful new series like Three Little Birds and BAFTA-winning drama Time, starring Bella Ramsey, Tamara Lawrence, and Jodie Whittaker. Stream the best of British TV only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Emma Straub's new novel reminds us how lives can change in an instant. Not that we may need that reminder much right now. Astrid Strick sees a lifelong friend she'd never much like get hit and killed by an empty, speeding school bus. At the age of 68, she realizes she tells her children there are always more school buses. All Adults Here is the title of Emma Straub's new modern family saga of three generations thrown together, whether they like it or not, and a lot of the time they don't. And Emma Straub, the best-selling author of The Vacationers, Modern Lovers, and other books. And uh, by the way, an independent bookstore owner joins us from Brooklyn. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Scott. It's a pleasure. What does seeing someone she wishes she could have liked a little more maybe get killed uh, mid-morning on a busy day set off an Astrid? Uh, well, so the the book, as you say, really starts with a bang. Crunch, I'd say, but yeah. <laughs> with a with a bang and a crunch and a roll. Um, but but really what it does is it makes Astrid, who's the the main character of the book, realize that there are a lot of things that she wishes she'd done differently mm-hmm. as a parent. And the book is really about how the choices we make and the mistakes we make stay with us for decades, if if not forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll explain Astrid is already a widow. She has a daughter, Porter, who is, uh, and I'll tread carefully, pregnant by choice at a time when it might not seem the wisest thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone, it's a big, complicated family book, and so so... It's equal opportunity for choices and mistakes. They're all <laughs> they're all doing things their family members would rather they do differently. As we noted, you and your husband uh, own a bookstore in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. Uh, may I ask how business is right now? You know, somewhat miraculously, I, business is actually pretty good, and that sense of community is absolutely buoying us right now. And I will say that in the last you know three years since we've opened the store and I've been writing this book, the thing that I think about the most 
is that sense of community. The neighborhood where our bookstore is and where we live is the neighborhood where I went to school and my children go to the school that I went to. And so all day long, I see people from all these different periods of my life. My 10th grade poetry teacher and my friend's parents and a person I made out with in high school. And, you know, I see all these people every day. And it's been a really interesting sort of psychological experiment on myself, really, to think about when they interact with me. Are they interacting with 40-year-old mother of two? Are they interacting with sullen 16-year-old me? Are they thinking about me as a child? Are they thinking about me and my parents? Um, I think about those different webs a lot, and that's that's really a lot of what the book is about, is, is the ways in which we're all really watching each other get older, and the ways in which we either allow or don't allow each other to grow or change, and what sort of feelings get get all tied up in that. And, you know, that kind of brings up a, a, a line in particular that I admire from your book, where you write, people said that everyone was born alone and everyone would die alone, but they were wrong. When someone was born, they brought so many people with them. Generations of people zipped into the marrow of their tiny bones. <laughs> I mean, the family in this book, they are in and out of each other's lives and react to each other in the ways that we all do, I think, with our families. You know, like, I mean, I don't I don't know about anyone else, but when my mother comes over to our house, she and my husband immediately start sort of annoying each other and teasing each other and... All of those things that you would normally complain about. And my book is full of those things with this family. Yeah. Like right now, my husband said to me yesterday, he said, I just wish your mom could come over and annoy me. Oh. I think it's what we're all missing, you know, are like not the perfect shiny bits, but like why does my mom just bring me bags of loose batteries? I don't know. I mean, I probably need them. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, who's going to ask? Yeah, but but we could all use them, I guess. Right, yeah. right, and that kind of stuff, which I always make fun of her for, but is so loving. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that this moment really does bring up all those big feelings about family and about how we relate to the people we love the most and who we know the best. It's intense, you know. It's it's a funny kind of microscope where we're all under right now. Emma Straub's novel, All Adults Here. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Delta Airlines. When you think about it, half the trips the world takes are trips home. Home. What we all eventually long to get back to, no matter what took us away to begin with. Those at Delta know that, because all 100,000 of them are, above all, travelers just like you. 
It's why they try to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Summer is for going to the movie theater because it's too hot to stay home. It's for driving with the windows down, listening to your favorite music. It's for stretching out while you're on vacation to gobble up a TV show. For a guide to some of the TV, movies, and music we are most excited about this summer, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.